Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Tapp, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Coco to my puff, Megan Spangler. You're like everyone. <laughs> this week we discuss the death of Miss Marvel, our Across the Spider-Verse predictions, our second podcast giveaway, and so much more. Let's dive in. So I guess the biggest thing this week was the death of Miss Marvel, which has everyone shaking. That's so crazy to me because I, I haven't read the comic. I, I don't know what's going on, but I've been seeing a lot of people upset about this online. So Megan, explain to me exactly like what is happening. So Marvel announces the death of Miss Marvel in the next issue of the comic, The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, usually they don't announce the what's going to happen, but it was leaked. And it's a huge leak, a huge thing to leak. So they had to make some kind of announcement. And plus the deaths of Miss Marvel and then the Marvels are coming out and it's a leak. So they had, I guess they had to reiterate, it was the comic. So Kamala Khan has been a minor supporting character working as an intern in Oscorp, keeping an eye on the formerly evil CEO, which we all know and love. In the lead up to issue number 26, Marvel Comics promised that one character would die and it would be the, quote, most shocking issue of The Amazing Spider-Man in 50 years, end quote. However, the ending of the next issue of The Amazing Spider-Man intended to release on shelves on May 31st. It was leaked, spoiled the big, supposedly shocking death. So the leaks got Marvel again, but this time it was the comics. Have they no wow. shame? None at all. It's just wild. I, I just like don't understand. Like I have to change my password for work at least like 50 times a month. <laughs> I don't understand how there's so many leaks happening and like it must be the employees. I mean, it doesn't make any sense like I'm otherwise. Sure I mean, how how does a company as big as Marvel like continuously have these leaks? Like, I mean, either <laughs> someone's not doing their job, their security sucks, or someone is doing their job a little too well over at Marvel and leaking this on purpose. Well, I get locked out of my Facebook probably once a week. So you mean to tell me <laughs> it is harder for me to keep get into my Facebook than it is for you guys to keep a secret? Come on. It's so nuts. It's insane. <laughs> but, I mean, there are people who, like, that is their life mission to be the one that leaked it. So when you have people who put that much effort into it, I'm sure it's not easy. It just sucks for a lot of people. Yeah, I guess that could be it. I mean, I don't know. Either that or these or these people who buy these leaks to publish them first are like paying top dollar to these people. So I don't know. But Marvel, I don't understand. We've seen them with celebrities, the people who like climb into backyards to get that picture of their newborn baby you know so i guess it's like the equivalent people are they really do like put their life into finding out something so they can leak it which is like get a real job let's stop yeah really like get a job stay away from her get a job (laughs) isn't that a demi lovato meme (laughs) 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 stay away from marvel get a job just y'all just give marvel a break they're they're so i know they're so mad it's constant not even dc has this many leaks i don't think no they don't they no because if this was a dc comic it would not have been leaked i think mind you i don't read dc Mm. comics so i'm not really up to what happens or how many leaks happen there Mm -hmm. but this is this is 
quite severe the yeah. links someone went to to spoil this but i mean she dies in the comics she is clearly a really big character in the mcu right now personally i don't think she'll stay dead instead i think marvel comics may use this instant to change her into a mutant to match her cinematic counterpart in the comics she was introduced as an inhuman alongside the other inhuman characters like moon girl so for those who don't read the comics Mm. mutants are currently immortal they can be revived with all their memories and powers on Krakoa. I've never said the word out loud, so don't come at me, comic people. I'm trying to be one of you. <laughs> Whenever someone bites it. As many have already speculated, Kamala Khan will likely be revived in the same manner and either turned into a mutant or be revealed to have been a mutant all along. I know people are mad that her, her powers are changed in the Miss Marvel show. I understand people are mad that she came out as a mutant. But I like it. I know I'm in the minority, but I really do like it. I like if they put these the comic version and the MCU version together. You know, I like that they'll be, if they do, if they go this route, I like that it'll be the same. Yeah, if you're in the minority, then we both are, because I totally agree with you. I think it's totally fine that she's a mutant. I mean, it's been made known now that originally she was supposed to be a mutant, but because of the competition between Marvel Studios and Fox owning the rights to X-Men at the time and all the mutants and stuff, They decided to change her into an inhuman because in the comics, they didn't want to drive readers to watching X-Men versus keeping them with Marvel properties. Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that I, I'll be honest with you, her, her powers in the comics were basically just like, kind of like a ripoff of Reed Richards. So I I kind of like that they gave her like these new, the hardened light where she's still able to like kind of stretch and stuff. It kind of still remains comic accurate while also giving us something new to kind of look at. And let me tell you, I think her powers are beautiful. I love the colors. I think they look awesome on screen. I think it's really cool. And it's a lot cooler than her being able to stretch. I mean, I love when she creates the little light discs and she like walks up into the air. Like she, it's so much more fun to play with this way. And I think people will come around to it after the Marvels more um, than they did with Miss Marvel. When she, we see her like getting more into using her powers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's see, let's see what happens. But I, I think it would be a better thing. Yeah. Also, I think they gave her new powers that put her on par with Captain Marvel and Photon. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. Definitely. I think so, too. But everyone will be mad, and it's okay, guys. They have a plan, and they're following the plan. We don't know what the end goal is here, but I don't think Ms. Marvel's going to stay dead. I, I don't think so. There's no way. She's huge in the MCU right now. She mm-hmm. is clearly the favorite of the marvels right now amongst many fans so no they're Mm. not going to kill her off but we might be seeing a mutant miss marvel in the comics which i'm down for if you're not that's fine i'm also not as well versed in the comics so we all have our opinions not a big deal yeah everyone's entitled to their own opinion and i i think it would be really cool if they decided to like you know bring her back as a mutant and she has the same powers from the mcu and they could easily explain it as like Oh, she's like half mutant, half inhuman. I don't know. Something like that. They'll figure it out, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. They'll figure it out. It'll be great. We'll all be happy. It'll be wonderful. That's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Spider-Man. Yes, (laughs) Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming out soon next week. So we are really excited. I know I'm really excited to see this. Yes, I am too. It's just going to be so good. So good. So, so good. <laughs> um, 
I forgot how much I love this series and I forgot how much I loved Into the Spider-Verse until I watched it last night. I was just blown away again by just the, you know, the incredible soundtrack, the visuals, like the writing, the narrative. It made sense, but was also goofy and fun. Like I loved it. So I'm really excited for the new one. I swear it gets better after every watch and that you that never happens for me. But I rewatched it over the weekend and I was like, oh, my God, I could watch it again now. It, it's just that good. It is. I love it. I love it. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did when I first saw it. But watching it the second time, and mind you, I haven't seen it since the first time I watched it back in like 2020, 2019. So getting to rewatch it and like see everything. And I, I just, I loved it. I'm so excited for the movie. I'm so excited to see where Miles is. So excited for Gwen. Ah, I'm excited for a lot. Oh, I am too. It's going to be, it's, it's like my comfort movie. It just always puts me in a good mood, no matter what. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's one of those, it does, you know what, you're right. It's like a feel-good movie. It's something that's, it's not too heavy. It's not too childish, I felt. I feel like this could honestly hold up really well to like an adult audience as well, because they do deal with some more adult themes, even though it's an animated film. Um, so I think it's going to be really incredible. I'm excited about the fact that it's the first animated feature from a major Hollywood studio to be so long. It's the longest one, in, I think, in history, right? Yeah in a sony history or no just history in general yeah it's the in a history of hollywood one. it's incredible oh look at look at spider-man i just love him so much oh, my i goodness. know me too <laughs> me too so recently co-director kemp powers comments on the mcu's ties to the spider-verse the world of miles morales he says and spider-verse is not tied into the marvel cinematic universe or anything like that but this is a Lord and Miller film. We like to have a little bit of fun. We like to be a little bit meta and to acknowledge the world in which we are creating these stories. That's the best way to explain it. This isn't something where we did anything in conjunction with Marvel. Miles's universe, trust me, there's plenty to work with. The gag is one of many, and my favorite gag is one that people don't know about yet. But I think when they see it, they're going to be pretty stunned. It's a serious film, but it's also a film with a lot of fun in it. So that's... That's something. Kind of mixed. I'm excited, but also kind of scared because there's been a lot of talk about various things in this film. But what do you think, Megan? Well, he's saying that there's no ties to the MCU, but there is, though, Doctor Strange. Yeah. That's a, that's a direct tie to the MCU. That's an MCU. Like, that, that, that's an MCU character. I feel like I'm being trolled right now by them. Like, mm. you knew what you were doing when you put it in that in the trailer. You knew what we would think when you did that. You knew it, but then you took it away. So I don't believe him, to be honest with you. And then when he says that there's another one that could, that will have people stunned, we're getting a live-action Spider-Man in it. That's what I take from that. I don't know. I'm so excited. This I will tell you, this kind of dampened my excitement for the film when I first read it. But then when I read the full quote, because, of course, everyone online you read, they only put the first part that says, oh, it's not tied to the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything. Yeah. So when you read the full quote and he kind of talks more about it, it does kind of come up like he's trolling a little bit. And Mm -hmm. the exciting thing is that, I mean, there's been so many rumors about this film, which we will talk about in just a second. But the exciting thing is that he does say there's more coming, like there's another Easter egg or whatever that is in the movie, which I think he, he says it's his favorite and people will be pretty stunned. So, yeah. I mean, for people to be stunned, it would have to be something pretty big. Otherwise, it's like, you know, what are they going to do? Mention Doctor Strange again? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And the fact that they did mention Doctor Strange at all in the trailer, I mean, let's go back to when Marvel didn't own 
X-Men and they weren't even allowed to use the word mutant in their movies. Like yeah. these types of things, especially the proper name of a character has to be, you have to be given permission for that. You can't just go talking about Doctor Strange when you don't own the rights to Doctor Strange. So that right yeah. there is a little sketch and a little sus. Yeah, I agree. He he knew what he was doing and now he comes out and says this. But you could also take it as it may cut tie into the MCU. Just know we didn't work with Marvel at all. So it could, it could not. But you had mm. to have worked with Marvel. That you had to have to it's a Marvel character. It's Doctor Strange is a Marvel character. You brought up Tom Holland's Spider-Man. You had to have worked with Marvel in some way. You're right. Absolutely. It's so true. I mean, there there had to be have, have been some permission given or some collaboration. Yeah, there. I, I think he's trolling us, and I don't appreciate it, sir. I don't like that at all. I don't either. Mm-mm. But it, I think that does mean we're getting a live action Spider Man in it, or at least a live action U- Spider Man universe. Yes, I. So let's talk about the rumors for this film since it's coming up. We're going to do a little bit of predictions. We'll talk about the rumors, and then next week afterwards, after the film comes out, we're going to do a full breakdown and talk about what was correct and what ended up being false. Um, mm-hmm. But there's been a ton of rumors. I mean, number one, I've been hearing that Andrew, Toby, and Tom are all going to be vo- at least voicing a Spider-Man, if not, you know, appearing, like, you know, at, having their Spider-Man appear in the movie, which I think would be absolutely super smart and incredible. And it would make sense considering how successful No Way Home was. I mean, it would seem, knowing Sony, that they would want to, you know, do that again soon. I mean, what do you yeah. think? I don't think all three will be in there. I don't. Because it's already been done. You know, it's so close to when it was done. What I do think Mm -hmm. is that we're going to get Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And he's going to talk about No Way Home. But not name drop Mm. it. But I think it'll be Andrew's. Because he's the one that didn't get his dues. Toby did. Tom Mm -hmm. Holland did. Andrew just, he was so underappreciated when he was Spider-Man. And then when he came in No Way Home, he even said... If you all wanted a Spider-Man 3, where were you years ago? Because none of you spoke up then. It's true. So I think it's going to be Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I, don't, I haven't seen any leaks. I haven't seen, I haven't read any spoilers. So just so we're all clear, I know I like a spoiler, but I haven't seen any. I don't know. I feel like you're right. It was too soon. Like it would be too soon. But then again, knowing Sony, they never make the right choice. So they would totally just jump on That's the true. opportunity. true. Oh, God. Like, they would totally just jump on the opportunity to just like milk like their cash cow as much as possible. Now they've oh, got going on. That's so true. Um, oh, my God. Let's be honest. I mean, I do agree with what you said. I do think that Andrew was the one that got the short end of the stick as far as, you know, being able to play Spider-Man. Each one kind of got their own beginning, middle, and end. He kind of got the beginning, middle, and then promises of more that never came to fruition. And yes, Toby did get promised an additional Spider-Man movie that never came out. But I feel like the end of Spider-Man 3, it just kind of closed off. So Megan's totally right. Andrew was the one that kind of got snubbed the most. Yeah. He got, he was the child in this custody battle between Marvel and Sony. And then they added Tom Holland and those two poor little bastards have no idea what to do. One thing that I'll point out is that in the international trailers for this film, um, they prefaced the trailer with like showing each of their Spider-Man. They showed Toby, they showed Andrew, they showed Tom, and they made clear references with their voices to the beginning of the trailer. I mean, do we think that they would do that without including them? They had... To have Marvel's permission to use Tom Holland's voice as Spider-Man. That's from their movie. Ooh. That makes no sense. He's lying. Good observation. I actually forgot about that. He must be trolling. 
he's trolling. There's no he way he's not. trolling. I forgot completely. I knew that there was another MCU Spider-Man. Uh, I knew that there was something else that had to do with it, but I could not remember what was the other one besides the Doctor Strange drop. So thank you. That was going to drive mm-hmm. me bananas. But yeah, he's lying. There's no way he's not. He must be trolling and playing around. or, or use, He chose his words very carefully. If you notice, he did give a lot of like disclaimer type things at the end of his sentences, which kind of gives me the thought that he can't talk about a lot. Um, or maybe he's trying to mislead the audience. So let's see. He's also the co-director, you know? He's not like the mm. mastermind. So what mm. is he doing? Why, why tell us any of this? Unless you're, you're either building up people to go see the movie you're trying to get the name out there or you're trolling, which is fine. We've all done it. But like, come on, man, don't do this to us. We don't deserve this. I know. I I, I will tell you, though, that kind of got me a little disappointed when I read the first part of that quote before I finished reading the entire thing, because I was like, oh, damn, because I was hoping for like, you know, there's been so much speculation about which way Sony is going with Spider-Man. Are they going to be teaming up with Marvel? There's been no official, like, announcements about anything. There's been a lot of speculation about Madam Web incorporating into the MCU. There's been a lot of speculation about a lot of different things. I mean, Amy Pascal said after No Way Home came out that they were going to be continuing the relationship with Marvel before she retracted her statement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like that is the smartest way to go, and that is what everybody wants them to do. Hopefully that is the big surprise in this film is that there is a lot more connectivity than we thought. I mean, what better way to incorporate themselves into things when the multiverse is already being explored in the MCU than to have their Spider-Verse that they touched on, you know, now that they're exploring kind of link into that, which brings me into my next rumor that I've been hearing a lot about, which is the fact that people are speculating there will be live action sequences in this film. Like live action stuff. So I do think that. I do think that one for sure. You do? I do. <gasps> really? What do you think is gonna happen? What's your prediction? I think they're gonna go to every every universe and that does include a live action one. So my mm. my whole thing, I think, is that the spot is going to be the villain. And Miguel O'Hara, who I think he's gonna be the leader of all the spider people and spider animals and spider things. I think he's going to be like, we all have to kill him because he's the villain. And Miles is like, no, you can't kill him. And him and Gwen try to stop them from killing the spot. I I think that's going to incorporate. I also think that Miles' dad dies. Just You you are dying for someone to die. (laughs) Well, I thought, so when I watched the first movie, when I guess I was less dark, I... (laughs) I saw like how involved his dad was in the movie, but not really. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. is setting up for something weird because he was so involved. And then his brother, Miles' uncle died. So I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And now when I see the previews, someone dies. Someone for sure dies. And I just hope it's not the mom. I hope it's the dad. Because Uncle Ben has died for every Spider-Man. And then there's Miles. His uncle Andre died. I feel like he, his parents are alive. His dad was a cop. So, and his, and at the end of it, his dad was supposed to be, you know, he was like, me and Spider-Man are cool. We're going to be working together now. So I don't think it's looking good for his dad. Yeah, I don't really know if I would say that I thought think his dad dies. 
mm-hmm. hoping that we get to see him and his dad team up. Like, I would love Ugh, to see yes. his parents find out that he's Spider-Man, like, mm-hmm. in, in the mix of everything. I mean, there's a lot to, to do in this film, dealing with just the multiverse and stuff that they're trying to incorporate. So I don't know if they would go so heavy into something like that. But who knows? I mean, really, the funny thing about this film is that we've seen all these trailers and stuff in, in these TV spots and whatnot, but we really don't even know what it's about. Like, we just know that we there's no idea. multiple Spider-Men and, like, the multiverse, and there's, like, we don't even know who the villain is. We're trying to figure out if it's, you know, Miguel O'Hara or if it's going to be Spot. I mean, who even knows at this point? There's just so much confusion around what the plot is. Isn't this a part one? I think so. I think there's going to be a third part. Yeah, so I could see it being a cliffhanger that someone that someone dies it better not be Gwen mm. pissed and then it'll go on <laughs> to the next one because that's what is that beyond the spider-verse I think I think that is what it is yep yeah so it's gonna be a huge cliffhanger which I hate but it's fine um but I do think there's gonna be a live action multi um, universe I think it'll be it won't be too much doing going into it I think it'll be Kind of like just a quick scene in there. I don't think it'll give much to the plot. I I agree. I think if anything, it'll be something quick. It'll be like a couple, like a scene or so where they're in live action. I mean, let's be honest, though. When we looked at, you know, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we see him and America Chavez go through several animated type of worlds. So what's, you know, what would be the the difference of him going from, you know, animation to live action? It's totally plausible. And they mentioned Doctor Strange already, so... (laughs) I'm just so confused about all that. All right. Why would you say it? Like, I'll go back to our to what we were talking about. Pe- some people are going to watch the Spider-Verse just because they think it's going to have to do with the MCU. Why would you say that before? It's true. I agree because I'm one of those people. I'm the one who constantly, like, <laughs> falls for Sony's crap where, like, I go to the theater <laughs> expecting there to be, like, MCU connections and it's, like, never the case. I know. So, I get I burned know. every time. I get excited, but then I get burned, and then I'm just so trusting. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's true. But like, let's be honest: the last two films that came out, um, Morbius and um, Morbius and No Way Home. I mean, they both had Sony character cameos, and so why couldn't a Marvel character be cameoing in across the Spider Verse? I mean, I would love to see Tom Holland do his voice, or them to visit the MCU in like one of their world hopping adventures, or you know. I mean, they could always go the route of Toby or Andrew because they could do that with no problem. I mean, they they own those characters and those movies. Or the MCU character isn't Spider-Man. What if it's Ned or MJ? Ooh. Like Ned yeah. opens a portal or something into the Spider-Man? Yes! That would be sick. Oh my God, because we haven't be gotten- Brain a- Blast! Oh my God, Brain Blast. We haven't gotten a good Wong cameo in a long time. And- <laughs> So think about this. There's those rumors that they were going to have a show that Ned learns from Wong to further his powers. What if it's mm-hmm. Wong trying to teach Ned how to do it and he opens it and he's like, where, where are we even at? Why is everything a cartoon? And they're like, who are you guys? Oh, my God. We just we just figured it out. Sick. We just solved we it. We cracked the code, everyone. Got you, Sony. You're too – you're not quick enough. I just – I mean – my prediction, really, for the villain of this film, I think it's going to be mainly Miguel O'Hara. I feel like Spot is one of those villains that you see, like, in the peripheral of the film. Like, he's going to be someone that Miles kind of chases in the beginning, and then we kind of lose mm-hmm. track of him while he's doing all these other bad things until, like, towards the end, he does something super, super bad that, like, they can't, like, ignore anymore. Like, cause, especially because 
the way Spot's powers work, it can easily, you know, translate into this multiverse stuff too. Yeah. So I mean, then they're going to have to team up to kind of take him down sort of a thing. That makes sense to me. I mean, who knows? I mean, I I definitely want to see live action now that the rumor has got me excited for it. I definitely want to see some kind of a connection to Tom, Andrew, or Toby, like one of them. I mean, I would love for it to be Tom and the MCU, but if not, then at least one of them. Um, and I think that that's fair to say that it looks like that could be what we're going to get when the movie comes out. Yeah. It, I mean, we won't know until the movie comes out, like you said. So this is all speculation. We have no reason to believe any of these rumors are true. But exactly, it would be really cool if they were. So, Sony, if you want to take one for the team here, give us what we want. For once. For once. <laughs> Ugh, Sony. I'm still mad about Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that puts us to our exciting announcement we have our second giveaway for mediaverse unwrapped i'm so excited this one it's not a funko guys it's actually even better it is this max do you have yours yes i do yes they're so cute it is a Across the Spider-Verse lounge fly, and it is beautiful, as you can see. I feel like I'm on QVC with it, actually. I know, me too. (laughs) So, like... Super dope. So cool. So, last time, you guys remember, you had to send a message to Mediaverse Plus. It was a keyword. We're doing it the same way now. If you have a problem sending a message to Mediaverse Plus, reach out to an admin, and we'll talk to you privately. And you have to be a member of Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped to enter in this raffle. So yes. getting us to the meat of it, your keyword is hot dog. Hot dog. It is hot dog. Hot dog. So send hot dog to Mediaverse Plus and we will announce the, the winners. So you won't miss a message. We'll make sure you find out. God, I'm so excited. Yes, we will be announcing the winners during our review that we will be posting following the movie. Yes. Um, we will be choosing two winners, so be the first to write in, and let's see what happens. Yes, I'm so excited. I love these. These so are excited. Oh, so excited. I wish I could pick all the people that, maybe it's just me, but I want everyone to get it. Everyone that, like, sends us the message. I know. I know. Me too. <laughs> I know. Me too. But... <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys, and be the first one to write us and see if you win this awesome lounge fly. I mean, this thing is super cool. I'm wearing one to the movies when I go see it, and you guys will be able to wear it whenever you want. So that is really exciting. Yes. Think about wearing that to Comic-Con. That would be wild. Ooh. Just insane. I love the black and red. I know. It is so, so cute. And it's my first lounge fly, so... This is a really big moment for me, you guys. This is like this is beautiful. Oh, I feel like a five. Oh, so amazing. <laughs> Just so good. So moving on to our next topic, Loki season two and Echo release dates have been officially revealed. We've got quite a bit of juiciness this week from Marvel on this. And starting with Loki season two, we're premiere its first episode on october 6th echo will be premiering on november 29th and 
I'm just so excited. I love getting release date announcements. It gives you something to look forward to, and I'm so ready for it. I know. We've all been waiting for this one. Yes, exactly. I mean, Echo is going to be the first live-action MCU project that will be releasing its entire first season on the premiere date in Marvel's first attempt at a binge project that people can watch all at once if they want to. And I think that's really interesting. Um, it wasn't the first show on Disney Plus to, re- to release its entire season at once. I Am Groot was technically the first one, but this is the first live action. And yeah. I love that. I'm so excited. I always complain about some of these shows being weekly, and I'm ready to binge it and see how that goes. And it's very odd that they're a month apart. Uh, Loki season two is October 6th, and Echo is November 29th. And then you have the Marvels mm. November 10th. This fall is looking good. Autumn is are, is the, a Marvel fan's dream. Yeah. This autumn, we're finally getting some good, like, meaty projects coming, like, kind of consistently, and I'm ready for it because it's been kind of a dry spell lately, and I just need I need my fix. I need my fix, everyone. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I'm really interested to see how Echo being released all at once and being watched all at once compares to the usual weekly vibe and see if I actually do like it better that way or if I would prefer something weekly because... I feel like there's pros and cons to both. I mean, what do you think, Megan? I think certain shows work better when you binge them. Like She-Hulk, I love She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. But when I, after it all released, I binged the whole thing. And it was like twice as good watching it back to back. Really? Yeah. It, there are some that really just work better binging. And I think it might be because it was a sitcom format. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Winter Sol- Falcon and the Winter Soldier was the same way for me too. I binged it and it worked so much better for me. I, I see it from both perspectives. We've discussed this before. I mean, I like the weekly because it gives me something to look forward to every week. Yeah. But I also enjoy the binge because then you get to like start to finish on your own pace, on your own time. If you want to do it all at once, you can. If you want to space it out, you can. I mean, I, I think this is going to be really, really interesting. And a lot of people are commenting on why it's being released all at once. And I don't know. Some people are saying it's because the show is not going to be good, quote unquote. That's some of the reaction I'm seeing online. But then others are defending it and saying, you know, I mean, Daredevil and Kingpin are both supposed to be in Echo. So, I mean, yeah. is it going to be as bad as people are thinking? I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. I believe Kingpin is confirmed. Daredevil is not. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. But it's just weird that it's a month apart. But we like we could also be looking at the I don't know how to say it the drawbacks of everything being delayed because everything was delayed yeah. and pushed to a different date. So this could be the reason why. Also, I don't think there was too much excitement about Echo just because we didn't get enough of her in Hawkeye to yeah. garner that excitement. So I'm still gonna watch it. I'll, I'll watch whatever Marvel gives us. I, I sat and watched I Am Groot. <laughs> So I'll take whatever they give us. <laughs> hey, don't knock I Am Groot. I actually enjoyed it. So the part with Rocket, oh, kills me. Oh, no, I did too. But it, it was like, here, Megan, here is five minutes worth of a tree talking to you, <laughs> an adorable tree, and you're going to watch it. And they knew I would. It's true. It's true. So. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be cool. I, I'm interested, like I said, to see how it plays compared to a weekly show. And I, I will agree with you, Megan. I haven't watched She-Hulk again since it came out, which I would like to do a rewatch. I have to put that on my list. Um, but I think you're right. I feel like one of the problems I had with She-Hulk was like just when you were getting to like the best part yeah. of the episode was when the credit was roll. And I feel like 
in a binge format, it would have been a lot better because then it's like you can go to the next one. And they're so short episodes. It's like, you know, is it really worth releasing something that short, like weekly when it's, you know, it's it's not as satisfying to the viewer? Who knows? Let's see what happens. Yeah, I I think there's a lot going on with this. Plus Loki, we the whole Jonathan Majors thing. It, yeah. There's a lot. From what I'm hearing, this hasn't been super confirmed. It's just from people who were there. who When they they showed a new trailer for Loki. Well, I guess the first trailer. We never got one. They showed a trailer for Loki at... The Disney Upfronts. So they showed the trailer and... A lot of people are confirming that Jonathan Majors is not in the trailer. So that doesn't mean he's not in the show. I think that they're going to show. Yeah, I think they have two trailers. One that they can show people before the court date. And then after one, they show people after the court date. So, of course, they're not going to confirm that he's they knew that it's going to be over the Internet if he was in the trailer or not. So if he's in it, that confirms a lot more than if he's not in it. So. Take that for what you will, but I still think he's going to be in it. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's going to be in it. I think that it's too late now to cut him out. And I think that while things are still sitting in that gray area, Marvel is going to take advantage and just like kind of push Loki out to try and get it. Yeah. You know, to see if they, you know, to get the excitement ramped up and just kind of like see if they can push it before. I mean, they could always, you know, kill him off at some point. They can always get a stunt double in to like be king dead or whatever i mean who knows we could always get that wrapped up quickly and they could probably change course i don't know i just i there's so much speculation going on with jonathan majors and the mcu right now marvel as usual is being very tight-lipped i just want some clarity kevin please kevin where's the clarity i need it (laughs) (laughs) i think we'll get clarity after the court date next month but you know until then they're not going to say a single word because they shouldn't i I mean i want to know but it's the smart thing to do to not say anything until then it's true because it's just so much division regarding it so wait till the court date then say something because honestly as admins of a marvel group them not saying something right now is so helpful (laughs) because if they said something we're exhausted (laughs) like you guys don't get it have a lot of people like, oh my goodness, which like everyone's right to question it, but you, we don't know anything. No one knows anything. So, you know, just keep your ears out. If we hear anything, we will post something. But you, but also Loki was supposed to be in the summer, right? Yeah, Loki was supposed to be over the summer. So we were, we would technically, if they had stuck to what they originally had said, it was, we would be watching Loki like now, which I would love because there's like yeah. no MCU project coming up right now until, you know. So Loki was moved i wonder if that was echo's original date and they just changed it to put it they just changed it to release all at once because they moved loki there well if you remember the marvels was also supposed to be like in june so yeah Mm. and it got pushed to november so i don't know i need some elaboration we do have secret invasion that's true secret invasion is coming out yeah let's see I request elaboration, Marvel. This is unacceptable. I request elaboration because I'm confused. I am confusion. That is who I am right now. I mean, the thing with Loki season two is this also. Like, there's that there's that old Hollywood saying, like, any press is good press. So it's like, even if it's bad, I mean, look how much we're talking about it. Look how much we've covered on our podcast about it. I mean, 
yeah. they're getting like tons of free publicity, even if it's not necessarily in the best light, it's still free publicity. And if he ends up being innocent, even better. It's on everyone's mind and everyone's been talking about it for months. So let's see what happens. You can't talk about Jonathan Majors without talking about Loki. So I yeah, think they're exactly. doing what it's true. They're doing what they can with a crap situation. Yeah. And I mean, one last interesting thing I want to point out about all these release dates is that Loki season two, which premieres its first episode on October 6th, is also the same day that Craven the Hunter is supposed to be coming out in theaters. Is it? And another what? interesting thing is that the Marvels comes out on the date of Loki's season finale, if oh, I'm not God. mistaken. We're going to be so busy. So, I mean, we're going to be very busy in the winter autumn months. And yeah. <laughs> let's let's see what happens. Is it going to be connected? Is it just coincidence? Are they all just fighting for random release dates? Who knows? Something's going on, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, the Marvels was pushed back from June all the way to November, and they chose that date. So, I mean, maybe there's some kind of connection. Maybe we'll see some multiversal shenanigans. Who knows? Timeline Who jumping, knows? whatever. Who knows? So, moving on, uh, some of you guys saw on our Facebook page, Mediaverse Comics and Rap, that our fellow admin, Clayton, going to name drop him real quick, made a poll for the members to decide of a Marvel comic character that I was supposed to research and learn about. And the winner of that poll was Captain Universe. I didn't want it Ooh. to be Captain Universe. I really didn't. I wanted Molecule Man, but I don't know I don't who that is. Choice. Neither did I. So Captain Universe is a very hard character to dive into due to the fact that it's not a person. It's a power called the Unipower. The power of Captain Universe's mm. universe possesses a host at their time of need. And a few times it can possess more than one person. When the unit power takes over, the host will gain the power, the costume, and the memories of Captain mm -hmm. Universe, which I believe is the OG Captain Universe. Uh, Ray Coffin, I think. I couldn't find mm. his... I couldn't find the comics about him because it's in the Micronaut comics, and Marvel mm -hmm. doesn't own the rights to them. So it's not on Marvel Unlimited. So I was actually limited on Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> so... That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So the power varies from host to host. For example, my favorite one to read was when Daredevil had the unipower. When Matt Murdock had it, who is Daredevil for those who are confused, his already heightened senses were even more extraordinary. He even had the sense of sight whilst having the unipower. But with the extremely heightened senses, he found it difficult to That's fight. Cool. Yeah while depending on his usually heightened senses. So he couldn't concentrate because it was his sensory, it was a sensory overload, which makes sense because the name of the issue was sensory overload. It was a part of a five-part run, Captain Universe, of the Captain Universe comics. The run also involved Hulk, Silver Surfer, the Fantastic Four, X-23, Scorpion, and Gladiator. The Fantastic Four one was fantastic. It was Sue Storm had the mm. unipower. So it was very cool. I would recommend giving it a read. I also read Captain Universe, The Hero Who Could Be You. It was fun, but it was so long. It, it was such a long read. And it didn't have any other heroes in it. So you kind of like just bared with it. Because you're just reading about normal ass people. No offense, normal ass people. But I'm not trying to read a comic book <laughs> about you. It was basically an assortment of stories of regular people gaining the unipower in their time of need. When they're in danger. Not a bad read. It wasn't bad. I mean, at all. It just wasn't my taste. 
it was just difficult to keep up when you don't understand what Captain Universe is and has no knowledge of the power or the character like me. What made it easiest for me was watching a video and the explanation on YouTube. It was like a 21 minute video that went in depth of it. That helped a lot because it doesn't tell you what he is, where he came from, what what's going on. There's no face. There's nothing. There's just uh, it was very frustrating until I watched a video of it. But by the end of it, I really did enjoy it because I like that it's not a person. I like that it's we're not depending on one hero. It it helps whoever it can become a hero. So everyone has the quality of heroism inside themselves and it helps bring it out. But if you use the unit power mm. for evil, it will immediately leave you. So if you guys are interested, check out Captain Universe. It's really cool. I would recommend watching a video on YouTube about it first to understand what the F it is. But that's just me. So thank you guys for voting on that. I wish you picked a different one, but it's cool. It is all good. I thought that was really cool. And to be honest with you, I didn't know anything about this character. It sounds yeah. like the uni power. It, I mean, it kind of sounds like almost like the Phoenix Force, but less like psychotic, I guess. Like it just yeah. kind of chooses its host, no. right? So it like it like talks to the host and only the host can hear it. Like it goes into Daredevil and Daredevil says, is this the Unipower? And the Unipower is like, yes, Daredevil, it is. And let me explain to you what I'm about. So It's like Siri. <laughs> yes, it does. It talks to them. It's so strange. But if it didn't talk to them, I, I would have given up because I would have no idea what's going on. It's wild, but it is really? really cool. But it's so sporadic and random that it could it, it could easily be in the MCU. They could easily happen at any point. So MCU, if you're listening, I approve of you do that. Oh, well, thank you, Clayton, for suggesting such a cool, interesting segment. That was really interesting. I'm sure it appeals yeah. to our comic book lovers as well at home listening. Let us know yeah. what you guys think about Captain Universe and Megan's brief description and see to let, let us know if she did her homework right i did first of all but if you guys disagree <laughs> that's also fine i'm trying to get more into the comics because i'm pretty starting this pretty late in life so this was my first assignment and i actually liked it I, it, it worked out well for me yeah and shout out to the youtube people who make these breakdowns and stuff because it's a hard yes. job and it really helps so thank you the heroes they are the heroes that we didn't know we needed i just know if you guys want to know the youtube video it is posted on mediaverse comics unwrapped under my post about captain universe all right so i guess that takes us to the news roundup yes news roundup so our first one we got some weird stuff today for it, too. So, mm -hmm. the, the most random thing to ever happen this week. Dr. Strange actor. I'm going to try this name, and if I don't get it right, I apologize, guys. <laughs> Chiwetel Iyafor will make his Marvel comeback in a different universe as he is set to join Tom Hardy in Sony's Pictures Venom 3. The actor played Mordo in Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness so random it's just so random but i'm here for it i mean it is i'm here for it too and they're being very tight-lipped about his character i read somewhere someone was saying that it was confirmed not to be um mordo in the movie 
but that I don't think is true because there's been no official word on who he's playing, whether yeah. it's him or not. And I'll tell you, when I was thinking about this, I was like, could it be Mordo? I mean, let's let's see how Across the Spider-Verse goes, if there are any connections. But if Sony is playing ball and being cool, I mean, why not be Mordo? I mean, we definitely got the Doctor Strange connection to Spider-Man in No Way Home. So, I mean, is this really that far of a leap? Maybe they're looking for a sorcerer and they come up across Mordo? Who knows? Yeah, I liked Mordo's character. I feel like we got robbed of him. We didn't get enough of him. So... I'm down for this. If it's not Mordo, yeah. he's a great actor. So down for that too. He is. He is. And I hope that he comes back in Doctor Strange 3 and they finally give us some closure on that storyline because we got him in Multiverse of Madness, but it didn't conclude Earth 616's, you know, Mordo's version of, or not his version, but his, or Mordo Earth 616's um, storyline. So we still have him running around out there being a crazy psycho. Yeah. So let's see. <laughs> he's somewhere out there. We're just watching. Just waiting. Just watching and waiting. <laughs> Our next piece of news comes in the form of Ben Mendelsohn, who plays Talos in Secret Invasion, commenting on the show. He goes on to say, this is one the grown-ups can dig. It's mental. I hope it ends up being one of the coolest things that they've done. What do you think he means by that? So we're getting more mature stuff. Sounds like we're going to get some Ooh. violence. We're going to get some angst. We're going to get some grit. I knew it had a... Uh... Winter Soldier Ooh, vibe. Okay. Yeah, it does kind of. That's what I'm looking at is he's telling us that it's one for grownups, not for kids. I'm excited. And I, I really hope that they decide to go in the direction of kind of like a mind meld, like a mind fuck situation where it's like total inception. And like they use the whole plot point of the scrolls taking people's places to like really surprise us. I think that's what he's hinting at. And I really hope it's true. I think it will be true. We're going to get some really surprising stuff out of this one, I think. Oh, I think so too. 100%. So that takes us to our next one, which I was, this one I was very excited about this week. Brianna Hildebrand and Shialo, Shioli. Oh my God, guys. I'm so sorry. We give you Shioli, the hardest names. I know. Whatever. Shioli. Katsuna returned to reprise their roles in Deadpool 3. They play Negasonic Teenage Warhead, while Katsuna reprises her role as Yukio. I'm so excited. I loved Deadpool and Yukio's uh, little friendship they had. Me too. They were girlfriends, and it was the cutest thing and the mm -hmm. best representation, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I think that it's really cool that Deadpool 3 is like literally bringing everyone from <laughs> the first two Deadpool movies back. Um, it seems like yeah. they're doing a really good job of make, keeping the consistency and the tone and making it all like copacetic, which I think is going to yeah. be really cool. And it's going to make people want to see this movie even more and love it even more. And I think Ryan knows that and he's putting his all into this. I think yeah. that it's going to be amazing. And this just makes me even more excited. I'm sure it's only going to be a small portion of the movie that they're actually in. If Deadpool is going to end up in our universe somehow, but I'm still really excited for it. I love uh, Brianna Hildebrand. I think she's fantastic, and I really can't wait for this. I also think they're always somewhat of a small uh, role in it, but their chemistry and them as actors are just so larger than life that it mm -hmm. seems like more than it is. Do you know what I mean? No, I totally like get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank goodness. I didn't think I was making sense there. They bring such a big presence to the film and like their their parts are so well done that they just they come off like they're there the whole time and they really it's just they're they're both great and I love I'm so excited. It's like my brain, your mouth. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And our next and final piece of news during this news roundup, Agatha Coven of Chaos star Aubrey Plaza, what is she teasing? The new MCU star posted a video on her Instagram of what looks like a production chair backing somewhere on set that reads The Darkhold Diaries. The logo is in the exact same format and style as The Princess Diaries, which is an interesting tidbit because Agatha Coven of Chaos is in the same style as the show Mayor of Easttown. I don't know. No one knows because that's the big mystery. Because Joe Lockie... He posted the Ag- uh, Agnes of Westview onto his Instagram story and then immediately deleted it. Aubrey Plaza posted Ooh. this on hers, but kept it. So I don't know, but I do think they have to, it's going to be like WandaVision where they have, um, they're based off a show because hers looks like the Princess Diaries. If you put them side by side, identical. Agnes of Westview looks just like the uh mayor of east town yes thank you um so it's it's weird i i I hope that's not the situation but i'm also thinking if that's not it the dark gold diaries would be a really good special special presentation it would that would be insane i mean it seems coincidental that it's like we're getting these like titles and like we even get to see like the the title card and see the design of it too and it looks very similar to like you said agnes of westview looks just like mayor of east town the dark hole diaries looks just like the princess diaries logo i mean could they be rechanneling what worked in wandavision and giving us like sitcom based episodes could this be like part of wanda's spell on agatha i mean what could that i mean what could this all mean are they gonna really like recycle that whole bit and do this again or what i mean who knows who knows? But I, I want to know. It just makes me more excited for Agatha. It does. I'm excited, too. And that's a wrap on Mediaverse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, join our non-toxic Facebook group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us on Twitter at MediaverseCU and on Instagram and YouTube at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Our new episodes premiere Wednesdays on Spotify. Thanks for tuning in and goodbye for now. Toodaloo, guys.